What's going on, wrestling fans? Welcome into another edition of Near Falls with D Hall, a wrestling podcast. Today, it is my favorite episode of the year. My favorite project, the Whippeal preseason preview. So pumped up to release this to you guys. Uh, just right off the bat, we're doing it a little bit different than we did last year. Last year, I had them all together on one. It was like three hours long. It was a lot. This year, I'm changing it up. Each single team is going to have their own little video, their own little episode of the pod. So um, you want to sift through all the other stuff. Uh, super excited for that. We talked to all these different coaches, man. I had 30 guys come on from across AA and AAA, which shattered my... Uh, my goals for this year which is awesome so yeah man just super excited to release this to you guys it's it was a lot of fun these coaches were open and honest um they had great insight and for me man just to sit down and and listen to these guys talk about what they're wrestling there's not much better in my world so without further ado here is the Whippeal preseason preview thank you guys love yens as always brought to you by switch custom apparel Welcome to the Near Files Web Show. Where DR and Kaz are gonna tell you other things you wanna know. Whether it's Trinity or Spencer Lee or Mr. Kurt Angle, just ask Vinny D. Webby and Ken and Mac for show. They got the interviews to suit your Okay, joining me now on the call, we have head coach of Hampton High School, Nick Endres. Did I say that right? Close, Endres. See, you know, I'm mad at myself because I didn't even get you, you know, get the pronunciation before we started. So that's on me, Nick Endres. Thank you for coming on the show and, and uh, talking about the squad, taking some time out. I really appreciate it. Of course. Glad to chat. Yeah, man. So let's get right into it. Uh, first things first, I've been leading off the, the interviews like this, man. Alumni group, who's doing big things, uh, you know, post, post high school? Yeah, so we have two current alumni that are still wrestling in college. Ty Kozak, he graduated a few years back. He's down at George Mason University with Frank Beasley and company down there. He's been off and on as a starter, kind of working his way up. Uh, I think he's all the way up towards 197 now. And, wow. you know, he graduated – I think around 170 with us, and uh, he started his high school career down towards, uh, I mean, maybe the weight class at that time was 106, 112, or maybe I'm yeah. thinking back to my high school weight classes. <laughs> I know he was down somewhere in that range, but he's a big guy now, big and strong, doing good things for them. And Zach Wright, you know, we, we miss those guys. I think of Zach Wright. Uh, those two graduated uh, the same year, and Zach's over at San Fran State out with uh, Coach Jason Welch. And uh, he, he had a pretty good solid season his first year as a starter down at 125 last year. Uh, I've been trying to keep a lookout for him and results and everything uh, coming up. But I anticipate Zach having a solid year on the mat, just knowing his work ethic as an athlete. And uh, those are our only two currently still competing on the mat. We do have a good bit of alumni uh, playing football, playing collegiate football. We have two at Edinburgh University, Gage mm -hmm. Valeska and Jaden Rush. Mm -hmm. Those two are playing for the borough. And then... Uh, our big heavyweight from a few years back, Dawson uh, Dietz, we call him Dirt. He's down at WNJ doing really well, uh, starting for the team. Uh, I know he had a really good season last year and this past season as well. So we keep in touch with those guys. Always good uh, hearing from them. Uh, and those are, as, as far as I know, are athletes that are still competing collegiately. 
Very cool, man. Very cool indeed. Okay, next thing I have on the docket here, off-season program. How's it gone for you guys so far? It went great. You know, I think a lot of coaches say that, and I can share something that's pretty unique to what we've been doing now for going on two summers. Uh, I think of the summer specifically, this is a time where we try to, you know, get our wrestlers uh, that are part of the program already on the mat while still trying to expand our borders of getting more kids involved in the sport. You know, we still, as I'm sure every program is really battling, like continuing to try to get more kids in the room and on the mat because we know how great the sport of wrestling is. And so we've been offering throughout the summer months of June and July. Um, I wouldn't call it a club. I'd call it a wrestling program that we do twice a week. And we actually do it off campus. We take mats out to one of our youth wrestling coaches places. He has a big uh, kind of a warehouse of old refurbished Jeeps. I mean, I'm about like 40 Jeeps that he has in there. And it's That's a awesome. really cool facility. Like if you were to hop on our uh, Instagram, you would see, you know, towards the summer months posts of uh, us working out out there. And it's a really unique facility. It yeah. moves the Jeeps out, of course, but we put the mats down there. We make it a safe space for the kids. We get um, current wrestlers, youth all the way up through high school, new kids, some kids in Hampton or a lot of kids in Hampton and some kids from outside the area. And then we also, whenever our alumni are in town, we, of course, invite them to come in and, and work with the guys. You know, Zach uh, and Ty, who I've already mentioned, have both been out there. Uh, and even some like local, like former wrestlers in the area, uh, we reach out to like the Alexander brothers, uh, Jeff and Justin. They've come on out and uh, taught and showed a little bit of technique to our guys a awesome. few summers back. So we, we've been enjoying that space. It's a unique and pretty cool space to be out at during the off season. So I, I like it. Yeah, man, that's real cool. Hanging around a bunch of Jeeps and wrestling. That's not a bad, that's yeah. not a bad uh, spot there. Cool. I love that. Okay. Uh, so as we get into the season, man, you talk about, you know, this, the off season program there, who are some of the leaders that, that have identified themselves? You know, we had last year, we didn't have any seniors. And this year we have a big clump of them, about uh, eight or nine of them. And I've been challenging them to be more vocal. You know, we have, I would say, a lot of quiet leaders, guys that lead by action. And I can think of some of my seniors that do that, of uh, Alan Danner, who really had a more of a breakout season for him last year, uh, placing top three in the section, qualifying for Whitfields, which was huge for him because he's a kid that really works his butt off. He's zero complaints, zero drama. You know, the kind of kid that you just love having in the room. Uh, Zach Campbell is another one I think of that is very similar in his demeanor and his work ethic. Hasn't had the success on the mat yet, but he's one I, I hope to anticipate to have uh, good things come his way. Uh, another senior wrestler. Uh, we don't have a girls team, so we still have girls on our varsity boys lineup. And we have one that does pretty well uh, at 107 pounds, Isabella McNutt. And uh, she's entering her third year wrestling. And she was a first time, uh, our first in programs history being a state medalist on the girl side last year and she really does uh for being pretty new athlete to the sport still you know just entering her third year she just does so many things right that uh, i can't even keep track of them all you know i just uh it's it she just makes people better being around her with her work ethic and what she does even outside the room in the classroom and how she carries herself you know those are three of our seniors i think of in addition to you know uh, like caleb Bryan, he's had a lot of success for us uh He's currently dealing with an injury, so we're hoping to get him healthy and on the map. But I really look at that senior class. I know I mentioned three or four of our wrestlers there, and uh, those are four I'm really challenging in addition to some other seniors to really step it up this year. So on the other side of that coin, um, who are some freshmen or newcomers in the lineup that, that we need to keep our eye on? You know, we only have two freshmen. Uh, currently, I don't 
know if they will crack the lineup. You know, we do have another lightweight down near Isabella's weight. I, I foresee him getting in and out of the starting spot around 107, 114. His name's Aiden Shim. And, uh, you know, to speak to the, uh, him and our other freshmen, despite them not having the best, you know, uh, accolades coming into the varsity room, they've really responded well to the message and uh, the culture we're trying to continue to build uh, you know, within the varsity room just within the first two weeks, just the way that they've competed. And I, you know, I just told them we had wrestle-offs. I said, I want to see you be chippy. I want to see some grit out there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And those were two, you know, our two youngest in the room were the ones, you know, putting that to the walk, you know, walking the talk of what the challenge was. And I really like seeing that. And so I think if those things are happening, then better things are to come. Starting spots, wins, victories. You know, you take care of the character, the wrestling kind of follows. It's kind of our program, uh, you know, philosophy. Love that. Yeah, man, that's a good that's a good one for sure. Uh, nothing wrong with a little chippiness, man, in our sport. That's good yeah, stuff. Kind of need it being the toughest combat sport in the world, right? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Okay, next thing I have on the docket, my friend, uh, coaching staff, who's helping you out this year? Uh, man, I'm I'm really blessed at Hampton. Uh, I mean, I have two former head coaches as three of my coaches on staff, you know, Chris Hart. Uh, he was the head coach for four years prior to me stepping into uh, the position. Uh, he's just, you know, kind of the heart name is a legendary name in the wrestling community at Hampton. You know, his uh, nephew, Justin, was our last state finalist that didn't graduate that too long ago. And his uh, other nephew, Justin's brother, Jake, was our last state champion. Both of them. That's, yeah, they're great. Uh, we miss them, miss seeing them around. And, you know, Chris is our uncle, and Chris had a lot of success of his own, not just wrestling, but athletically, um, all, all around, football, golf, everything. And uh, I have him on staff. Anything I don't know, he does. And anything Chris and I don't know, Joe Bursick does. Joe is on staff with us. Uh, he was the head coach for 22 years, really made the program what it is today. And uh, and he's still around in a big way. You know, if you've been around Joe, he's, you know, salt of the earth kind of guy. You know, you walk in the room and he's just, uh, he, he makes people better. And I love having Joe as part of our staff. And then one new person uh, in the room with us coaching and we're, I was just talking to one of our other coaches, like, man, I really love having him in the room. It's uh, Kenny Downing. Oh, no way. Yeah, Kenny's I know Kenny. Let's go. Yeah, so uh, I'm the only coach that is not from Hampton. Those three are from Hampton. Yeah, man. Uh, so they let me hear it time to time. But I, I am really blessed with those those uh, three. And so so are our athletes. Man, Kenny Downing. Yeah, I, I had a, I had a couple golf rounds with Kenny. He's uh, he's friends with guys I used to work with, man. Very cool stuff. Um, okay. So let's get right into my next part of my question. Uh, so I, we we were chatting back and forth on our text, man, and this is some cool stuff for me. Uh, you hit me right in my feels last night. I was sitting in class, um, but you mentioned you're a freedom boy, you know, and I was like, yeah, you know, my cousin's Johnny Miron. I'm not sure if you know if you're familiar with the name, kind of around you know that age, mm-hmm. and you hit me back with. Uh, I won the Bobby Miron football award when you were in midgets, man. That that's my pap. That's my guy. Um, talk about winning that award. That that's really, really cool stuff for me. Yeah. I mean, I remember him being around from when I was a young kid all the way down. We talking like peewee football terms of twerps to termites to mighty mites to midgets. I remember him being around at practices at games and he's the kind of guy that, you know, makes uh, not just a pr- football program, but a community feel like home, feel like a family. And, uh, you know, I spent many years growing up playing football, wrestling and baseball and being part of the football program. You know, this award emulated what he was to the community, you know, given to guys that were coachable, 
that were leaders on the field that kind of emulate what he was to the community, what those athletes did on the field. And uh, I actually was a, a freshman at the time that I received it because I was always mm-hmm. smaller when mm-hmm. I got older. And yep. so I was still young enough age-wise to play in our uh, midget program. And I remember, uh, you know, they tell you before you actually receive the award that you are a recipient because you're expected to make a speech. You know, you're mm. on stage, but that should tell you that it's a pretty big award that's really highly touted in the community. And uh, I was actually over, my coach at the time was John Rosa. And it was during uh, Yes, of course. It was during wrestling season. And uh, I believe it was sometime after a tournament. And uh, I actually wasn't even living with my family that year. I was living with a family friend the entire year whose mm-hmm. uncle was John Rosa. You know, they were taking care of me. My family was in a tough spot. And I remember uh, working with him, writing my speech out, thinking through it, trying to put the words uh, that I wanted to really share of how I felt about the program and what your your grandfather represented to us as a community, uh, put them down on paper well and speak that at the banquet the following day. So that's like the memory Man. I think back to when I think of that award. Man, that's, uh, you know, that's good stuff. Coach, thank you so much for that, man. That hit me right in the feels. Very, very good stuff. For me to get through that without crying is very impressive because, uh, you know, most know that I'm a pretty softy. So let's get right back into the squad before I start crying. Uh, schedule, what's it look like for you guys this year? How are you getting prepared? Obviously, one of my favorites, I wrestled it in high school, the Hampton Dog Duels. Uh, are you guys back with that again this year? We are. You know, it's tradition. Uh, it's actually the Joe Bursick Senior Dog Duels in honor of uh, Coach Bursick's father. And uh, it's a pretty tough uh, duel tournament. I remember when I first started coaching, I was part of Seneca Valley and we were, you know, attending the tournament. And uh, this was back uh, probably around 2010, 11, 12, when they had Jay Carr, Kevin Sign, and all these guys that they were really good. And Hampton was winning these duels and it was a really t- challenging tournament. And it stayed that. You know, we have some of the top. Um, you know, a coach told me today, I think we have four of the top 10 AAA teams, uh, what the trip put out as like the top 10 teams. You know, we have teams such as, let me make sure I got my list. We have Altoona coming in from out of town this year. We have Ox Chapel. We have Franklin Regional, Kiski, Norwin, Plum, Seneca Valley, uh, TJ, Mount Pleasant, Ligonier Valley, Mars, and us. So there's going to be some really good wrestling come Saturday, or not this Saturday, but the following Saturday, the yeah, 9th. Man. Um, so that's that's a weekend we really take pride in. We want to put on a good event. We want there to be really tough, challenging wrestling. I think coaches expect that, and that's something that they put on their schedule to test their guys early in the season. So we want to make sure we're doing our part in planning that well, inviting the teams and that want, want that kind of competition. And then, uh, you know, it's not on our schedule that we compete in, but we actually follow that up the very next day. Uh, honoring Joe's daughter, our Emma Bursick Memorial Youth Wrestling Tournament that mm-hmm. is that same weekend on Sunday. And so that entire weekend is a big weekend for us as a program. Very cool, man. Very cool indeed. Uh, you know, when did that kind of start? Because I feel like as long as I can remember, that's been, you know, a pretty good dual tournament. You guys still do the polls? We do. This year with the 12 teams, I believe we're um, – it was I, I, I kind of stay away from it. I like just focusing on our guys. I'm lucky that I have a – uh, coaches that kind of oversee or at least former coaches like Dean Longwell. He was a part of our coaching staff years ago. He's overseeing it this year. And uh, Dan Thompson is a guy that has really took charge of that in years past. And uh, it was shared with me that they're going to do four polls of uh, three teams to start. And then depending on how you do in your poll, you'll get put into, you know, the top four teams will then wrestle and finish the day against one another. 
nice. the second best in each will finish a day and so forth. That way, you know, you get some challenging matches at the beginning and then you kind of get tiered, you know, according to your competition level for the rest of the day. So it's pretty nice. Very cool, man. I love that. So besides the Hampton Dog Bowls, how are you getting uh, prepared? How are you getting these guys prepared for the end of the year? We're going to start this weekend going down to the Chartiers Houston tournament. I personally haven't been down there since I was a young kid, my freshman year. Uh, but we're going to go down there for that individual tournament this year uh, to start our season. And then apart from dual meets, you know, with our intersection, we have our dog duels. And then we're going to do the Steve D'Augustino West Mifflin holiday tournament mm. over winter break. And then we'll come back from winter break. Uh, as far as tournament wise, we'll go to Allegheny counties mid January and we'll finish up our tournament uh, regular season uh, schedule up at the Fred Bell in Grove city. It's nice Ooh. to get up there. To see some, Every uh, single school I've talked to tonight is going to the Fred Bell. I'm, I'm so excited about this. I'm definitely going. I'm, I'm I love the competition up there. You know, I, I, you know, I'm from freedom, but I actually graduated from Titusville a Northwest school out of the D 10. Mm. Uh, so I was exposed to that tournament as an athlete in high school. And I just, I love it. I love the competition there. You know, for us in Hampton, we get to see kids that we won't see until the Southwest Regional Tournament. So it's helpful mm. for us to be up there. And they just run a really good tournament. You know, I can't speak enough of those guys. I, I believe Wes Phipps, the head coach of that program, and his whole booster program and coaching staff, they run a really good uh, tournament. Man, that's awesome. Yeah, I'm super excited about that. Uh, you know, I've had you, Pine Richland. Um, but, 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 who else did I have on this at Montour? Uh, so all you guys are going up there, man. That's uh, Trinity. I know goes up there. So yeah. yeah, man, that's that's a that's a nice tournament. Um, okay, next thing I have on the dock: room games. What do you guys get into? Dodgeball, kickball, handball. Um, what's what's your game of choice over there at Hampton? It is dodgeball. Dodgeball is the the team favorite. It's not really original. You know, today we're doing two man dodgeball. We do different okay. variations of it, but today we uh, did two. Uh, we don't do it super often when we see them really working hard in the room and getting dialed in, we'll, we'll dial it back for them and reward them. And today was a day they've been really doing well in the practice room with their intensity and everything. And uh, we had a dodgeball day to start the day and it was nice. It was a breath of fresh air. You know, we all need that, you know, yes. in a sport as intense as wrestling. We need to take it back and have some fun more. Now will you get in there? I will a little bit, you know, uh, not too often. I, I, I kind of take that time honestly to kind of take care of, some things you know, on the administrative side, get my computer yeah. out and let them have some fun. If I can hop in there, typically later in the season, I will less on my plate. Um, yeah. But right now, time of year, it's just like kind of checking off final boxes, getting ready for the competition season. Yep. Yep. No doubt. No doubt. Okay, coach. Uh, next thing I have on the docket goals and expectations you have for this one. You know, this is a goal that we talked as a team uh, openly uh, at our banquet last year. We haven't had a lot of recent success as a team. We've been able to put individuals on podiums at the Whippeal regional and state level, um, not immediately last year, but years leading up to that. And uh, we don't just want that individual success. We want to get that team success back in the room. Um, and it's it, it's been a challenge. Most of our kids in the room have only been wrestling since middle school. We don't have a lot that have been lifetimers since the youth level, uh, but getting back to the goal we want to push to win the section at least our subsection nice. go undefeated in our subsection and push into the team playoffs which we haven't in a while and that has been the forefront that we remind them each and every day you know if they're competing for their teammates that's bigger than themselves and i think that's going to help them individually so we're really stressing that team element good stuff good stuff man 
Okay, next thing I have on the dock is um, social medias. How can we follow your squad this year? You know, we have a team Facebook. I, I don't even have a Facebook. Uh, we have other coaches and boosters that take care of that. We do have a team Instagram that is a little mm -hmm. bit more active, uh, and that's Talbot's Wrestling. Yeah, that's Talbot's Wrestling. And we did have a Twitter, though it hasn't been active in a few years. Uh, I would like to get that up and going sooner than later, but probably the best for most you know, folks using social media is, is our Instagram. We'll post about our youth all the way up through our high school program and highlights and everything like that on there. Yeah, man. Good stuff. I just followed it. looks like a nice, uh, nice page, man. Good way to follow the squad. Yeah. We try to highlight all levels on there. Very cool. Okay. Uh, anything or anyone you want to shout out before I leave you go? Uh, I don't want to be cliche, but I, I think most wrestling coaches, especially if you're married, you, you have to thank your wife. And I, I have to for sure thank her. I mean, the amount of time, I mean, you thank know what wrestling is as an athlete and any anytime you're involved in the sport from a coach to on the administrative side to on the media side, it, you're it's a grind of a season. And, you know, I got two young kids here, two little girls, and my wife is just a superstar at the house while I'm gone a lot. Preach, my friend. Um, so she's been learning the sport through me. You know, God bless her. She never really was around wrestling till me. <laughs> So for her first exposure to be a wrestling coach can be a little more challenging. She does it really well. So she's the sole spotlight I got to gotta give the shine to. I love that, man. Yeah, it, it's really true, man, that the wives are the ones on the back end that, uh, you know, they're the ones who keep it all together. They're the glue for sure. They are. Okay, coach. Uh, anything else you have before I leave you go? No, just keep an eye on the Talbots. We, uh, we're always kind of under the radar. Yep. Um, but I, I think we really, uh, as an entire coaching staff, uh, you know, we got the resources and knowledge in the room with Joe, Chris, Kenny, mm -hmm. and uh, the kids respond well. That towards the end of the season, our, I've been impressed. Our kids always respond. They sh they step up, you know, towards the end of the season. And I'm always very pleasantly surprised to see them uh, grow throughout the season. So keep an eye on some wrestlers. You know, one I didn't mention was Dustin Kerr. He did really well as a freshman last year. I anticipate him continuing to climb up. Uh, Whippy Old Regional and hopefully the, the state podium. So he's one wrestler I, sh I probably should talk a little bit more about before the end of the podcast. <laughs> That's cool, though. Yeah, man. Hey, any of those guys, uh, I appreciate that. And, uh, you know, I'm sure I'll see you real soon at, you know, a tournament or maybe even at the Hampton Dog Dolls. You should come. You're welcome. Yeah, man, that's a, uh, you know, that's the uh, Whippy Old Dolls weekend, man. I think there's three, you guys, Moon and Trinity. So maybe I'll just try to hit the little circle, you know. We'll see what happens. Well, you're welcome anytime. My man, appreciate you so much. Thank you uh, for carving out some time and hanging out with me. Of course. Thanks for having me. Appreciate you.